This is the business of sports. Let's talk Super Bowl and Fox Sports. Every single thing that occurs, I want people to remember this is a business. Guaranteed money isn't necessarily guaranteed. Michael Barr. How high can these valuations go? Scott Soshnank. Duke. Everybody loves rooting against him, right? Evan Novi Williams. Off the field, the NBA has never been buzzier. And the leaders in the sports industry. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred. Mike Oresco, he's the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. Jared Smith, president of Ticketmaster. Mindy race car driver, Elio Castroneves. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshner. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with the Baseball Hall of fame longtime yankees captain Derek jita came within one vote of being a unanimous pick for baseball's highest honor falling just shy of joining teammate mariano rivera as baseball's only unanimous electee well congratulations first of all to Derek jeter you didn't even mention the other inductee I know, Mr. Walker. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah, Larry, yeah, Larry Walker. Second Canadian, right? Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was It was his last year of eligibility. Or Montreal, too. Wasn't Larry Walker with Montreal, too? He <laughs> definitely played for Montreal. Yeah. But let's you. talk about Derek Jeter. <laughs> well, <laughs> but first of all, the whole... I, and I was preparing for this, and of course we got it, this outrage that it's not 100% and it's not unanimous. Who cares? I'm totally with you. It, it just stop people. It doesn't matter. But, Barr, from the business perspective... I was wondering if Mariano being the first unanimous, there sort of was this bump to his memorabilia as the first to do it. I was wondering, is there some sort of memorabilia uh, bump in in value if Jeter would have been the same? So I sent it over to Ken Golden of Golden Auctions, that exact question, and he just says, none. In my opinion, no bump at all. Quote, it actually gives his fans a talking point to complain that he should have been, and the outrage establishes more interest and will keep him in the news. Called Rivera fluke. I uh, said Griffey wasn't unanimous, and there won't be a unanimous in the next ten plus years. Well, see, first, first and they of all, are complaining. We, yeah, and, and they, they are, are complaining. complaining. Here's There's why. Well, this is the reason why is because the one lone vote. Yeah. He voted no, and then left the rest of the ballot blank. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, then, you know. I didn't even see who it was, by the way. And again, you know, everybody has their right to vote, but it's, you know, that's where the the complaints are. Also, when there's 425, whatever the total number is, votes, and you are approved on all but one, in my opinion, that is unanimous, right? There's always going to be a contrarian or someone who fills out the ballot. There's always going to be something. But if you're getting 424 or 425 votes, whatever the whole thing is, that to me is is unanimous. Another thing on the business side, uh, as, as we keep talking about this, people who are not complaining, people in Cooperstown. The hotels, right? baby. The, right. the, the, the whole industry, the yeah. you love to have local guys. Cooperstown's about 180 miles away from New York City. Um, people who are super popular, as Derek Jeter was, uh, the memorabilia shops, the restaurants, the inns, the hotels, the bus services, everybody is preparing for what they think and, and they've been talking about for years, ever since Cheetah retired, to kind of put this five-year stopwatch on the on the town. The Otisaga Hotel, that's the place to be. Is that right? Yeah. Look at that. Not even a wow. not even a sponsor. We're giving them free free airtime. Um, <laughs> I bet you everybody can't get everybody is expecting. You know, it, 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 Cooperstown's a tiny town, right? There's 1,800 people yes. in the entire town. It swells to 20,000 on a normal induction ceremony. You know, would would Jeter's induction get 100,000? I don't think people would be shocked by that, right? So th- there's going to be a massive influx of dollars coming to if, Cooperstown. If I, this yeah. Summer. If I'm all the people in Cooperstown and I own businesses there, all the core of the Yankees. 
I'd never want them to retire the same year. You want sta- you want to ladder that. Stagger this it year up. is Jeter, then it was it was Mariano. What you got? Yeah, you had Rivera yeah, last there. year. Yeah, that's what you want. You got to stagger these popular players. For what it's worth, by the way, Ken Golden did say that Larry Walker would see a significant bump in his memorabilia. I would imagine for a guy who maybe on maybe maybe not Hall of Famer that suddenly you, you get this you get this vote in your last yeah. chance eligible and that makes you know that makes you a, a part of baseball royalty in a way you weren't before for Jeter I mean everybody knew whether it was unanimous or 99.8% of the votes whatever it was everyone knew he was going to be a hall of famer I can't imagine but maybe this this does boost things. Larry Walker, memory. signing member beyond Bloor Street. <laughs> Next to Pete Rose, yeah. who's there every yeah. year. By the way, you know who's getting closer, and he got more votes, Kurt Schilling. Yeah. He's getting closer. And Barry Bonds also got How more. is Kurt Schilling? Forget the politics. Forget the whether you're a nice guy, not yeah, what he, he I, should I, be in there. How is Kurt Schilling not a Hall of I, Fame I agree pitcher? with you. 10, it's not like percent. that's steroids or not whatever. How is Kurt Schilling, by any measure of his accomplishments that's on right. the field, I, not a Hall of Fame? You will not get any word of disagreement I, from me. I think this is this exact conversation is why these votes are silly, right? Because there, yes. everybody, every writer has their own interpretation of how they think. They should what be voting. What the criteria yeah. looks like. Yeah. The fact that there's first ballot and not first ballot, I think, is silly, and I'll rail against that till uh, till it gets changed. But yeah, I, th- I think the, the the of the major Hall of Fames, there's no question that the baseball one likes to hold itself to a standard that it thinks is more elite, more selective than than, hey, than it, ones like but the you know football what? People one. People are talking about one. it. I mean, yeah. Look at. The, I mean, the others don't really have a whole lot of conversation around that. Well, almost everybody gets in, right? I mean, too many. The three of us could probably get into the football Hall of Fame if we, if we played <laughs> played ten. Excuse me, if there was a lightweight football Hall of Fame, perhaps you'd be a marginal vote getter there. Uh, I'm following Barv. He's he. You're my. You're the blocking back. I'm a tight end. I'm not really fast. No, you're fullback. I'm not really fast (laughs) enough to be the running back, but you know I have to play some role here. What am I doing? He's the receiver. Oh great. So I'm either throwing it to Edmund or I'm running behind you. And I'm picking running behind you. What a great segue, Scott. Oh, I picked up on it. Uh, Turning to some ownership news now. Receiver, wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald has purchased a minority stake in the Phoenix Suns, joining a small club of active NFL players invested in an NBA franchise. Uh, club lots, is two, lots right? Lots of athletes do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, him and Aaron Rodgers. Well, Robert Sarver can use some popular figures in his ownership group because the team's not winning a whole lot. Um, they're, they're refurbishing the arena, right? We're getting some upgrades to the arena. Yeah, I think that that arena package, two hundred thirty million dollar yeah. arena package, yeah. I think Fitzgerald actually played a pretty big role in advocating for that publicly a couple of years ago. I, I can't think of a more popular f- sports figure in Arizona than, than Larry Fitzgerald, and he's going to play another year. He said. What what a, a a really wonderful guy. He's done great things in the community. That's the kind of person you want. You always talk about strategic partners. What do you bring to the table besides money? And that's the kind of the in vogue thing these days. If you're if I'm a, a general partner, I can probably get lots of people to come in and give me some money, but you better bring an expertise in media, in real estate, whatever. You know what Larry Fitzgerald brings that Sarver does not have? Which is likability. Yes. People love him. Huge. <laughs> yes. Make him the face of the franchise if you can. I mean, he really is. And I've covered him in, in Super Bowls before. Um, I told you the story when they played the Steelers. Uh, I was sitting right in front of his father 
when he ran that slant pattern and, and broke away, was there like a minute and a half left in right. the game against the Steelers? And, and I just turned around and was like looking at his dad who was trying to to remain impartial as a reporter at the time. Yeah. And you, get, you can see him busting at the seams, but it's just like this. He's got this 10,000 watt smile. Such a good guy. Just a good, good, right, perfect person to bring in if you're Robert Sarver. We don't know the terms of the investment. I su- suffice it to say, I don't it's think it's hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very yes. small. <laughs> yeah. um, just to kind of put things in perspective, Larry John- Larry Fitzgerald paid 16 seasons in the NFL as one of the best players in the league almost the entire time. Made 175 million dollars, and that probably doesn't buy 10 percent right. of the Suns. Right, even if he saved every single dollar he had made and never spent a dime. So, assuming this is a very small stake, but you're right, Scott. This is this is a strategic partnership, right? That brings Robert Sarver stuff that he does not necessarily have in the community right now, and it's probably a great for for Larry yeah. Fitzgerald as well. This is uh, on a I would say on a smaller scale. This is a, a, an equivalent of Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm being part of the Dodgers ownership group, sort of magic interviewed all of the prospective bidders. Because if you're going to get something done in LA, it really helps to have, again, the megawatt smile of magic and the gravitas and the personality that magic is in LA. So it's on that scale, on a smaller scale, but he gets to stay involved. He gets to, and we. One of the reasons people buy these LP stakes, Evan, is they like they get to learn the ropes. Mm-hmm. Maybe down the road, there's something more for Larry Fitzgerald, who, for my money, and for all the guys I've hung around, and by no means am I there every day, but one of the favorite guys for me to talk to. We would talk photography. We would talk a bunch of things that had nothing to do with football. Really good guy. By the way, for those of you playing at home, and help me out. On hit me up on Twitter. Has Larry Fitzgerald at ever Big won Bar Sports. at Big Bar Sports? Yeah, I should add that in there. It's, you know, just not any old Twitter yeah. handle. Uh, has Larry Fitzgerald ever won the uh, Walter Payton Award? I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, if only My we Walter had a Payton vehicle by Warren. which we could search these things. <laughs> I will go to the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> And see. Let me look While back, looks let me, that up, let me think go, back in my well, head real quick. I believe he won it in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Larry Fitzgerald won the award a couple years ago, 2016. No, oh, I see, and he deserved it. I understand. Uh, moving along to The Ringer, the sports and culture media company founded by Bill Simmons, is reportedly in talks about a sale to Spotify technology. Uh, I don't care about the fact that it's in talks. It's the price tag that Bill Simmons seeming, I guess, reportedly is looking for, two hundred million dollars. And my guess, this is my guess, is this is one of those situations where Bill said, "You know, I'm going to put a crazy price tag out there, and maybe somebody will give it to me. And if they do, I'll sell." But the one thing, and I have not spoken to Bill Simmons about this. Um, I have emailed Bill about coming on this show, and I'm going to do it again now when we're done here. But the one thing I think I have gleaned about Bill Simmons over the years is that he probably doesn't really want a boss. Yeah. You know? oh, what makes you say that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let everybody. The last one worked uh, out. I'm so going to let everybody go to the Google machine and, and do Bill Simmons ESPN and, and see how that worked out. But the valuation on the ringer at 200 million seems to be high for what I think is big revenue generator is the podcast Podcasts, at for sure. 50, what, yeah. 15 million and uh, what uh, somewhere around there yeah the the 200 million dollar number comes from a front office sports story the the yeah the ringer does both podcast and print I, from yeah. what i understand the, the podcast the drives stuff does the not do yeah. all that well <laughs> they have the, the over 30 podcasts i believe and and those get over 100 100 million uh annual downloads Maybe those those numbers are wrong, but yes, it's it's a massive 
podcast company, and that's necessarily not a bad thing, right? No, Spot- no, Spotify no, no. just yeah. bought Gimlet Media, which is primarily podcast. They paid two hundred million dollars for that. I don't know the finances of Gimlet versus the finances of The Ringer, uh, but just because it's a podcast company doesn't hurt them. But from what you know, people seem to be saying already, two hundred may be a little high. But there's nothing wrong with asking for Why it. Why not? Right? For, hey, there's don't ask if you asking. don't get. Yeah. You know what? We need a sounder. Old Man Barr is about to tell a story, which comes into what you said about I'm going to throw that figure out there. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Oh my when God! She, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, I'm I going lo- Elizabeth this Taylor. This is so on brand. It's perfect. That's and and they called up Elizabeth Taylor. They said we Who's want they? you to star. The producers of okay. Cleopatra. They okay. wanted her to star mm-hmm. in Cleopatra. And Elizabeth Taylor was like, "All right, I'm just going to throw some crazy." And this is like 1960 or something. Yeah. Around. She said, "Okay, I'm going to throw some crazy figure out there. A million dollars." They said, okay, "Okay, fine. We want you to come on in." And, <laughs> Great negotiation. And all of a sudden, it was like, "Oh, I guess I better do this." So I'm wondering if Bill Simmons. I, I meant to say three million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. that, that yes came way too quickly. Let that be a lesson. Go way high. Other news, real quick, in the sports media world, the Athletic, the uh, digital startup that is, you know, hoovering up That's hiring everybody. writers around around yeah. around the country and now around the globe, uh, apparently just raised fifty million dollars at a five hundred million dollar valuation. So kind of put that in perspective with where the ringer is and and, and the athletics uh, opportunity there as well. Anytime you see a sports writer start a tweet with some personal news, the athletic is is invariably at the end of that tweet. (laughs) This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr along with Scott Soshnick. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business world. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online, wherever you get your podcasts.